right, ladies and gents, we are back. And here we are, season five, episode six. And we have two beautiful coaches on the microphone. Well, three, including me. Um, But who do we have here? (laughs) So humble, so humble. You got Coach Zan here. And? And Coach Carly. Yeah. Well, just in case you guys are new to the habit, we are the Habit Team, and this The Habit is a nutrition coaching company made for women by women. Our program is built for you with coaches who put your goals, lifestyle, and personality first. If you want to learn more about us, head to the episode notes or go to The Habit, that's with a Y, to request more info. All right, today we are covering Coach Carly's story, and you're going to hear a little bit more about her, how she got here what she's been through, how macros has been part of her life. And if you have been listening from season one, you may have noticed that we've done episodes like this before. And because we have a new coach lineup, this was me last year. So having a new coach here (laughs) in the books, we want to make sure that you guys know who she is, what she's all about, and why she is the perfect coach for you. But before we get there... We want to make sure that this is going to be a fun little episode. So I'm going to ask a question. Um, this was an easy one for me, but which, what is your guys' guilty pleasure? Like anything, it doesn't have to be related with food, nutrition, or working out, whatever it is. But what is your guilty pleasure? Carly, let's start you off with this one. God, nowadays it's crumble. <laughs> oh my God. Like, like, I just... Cookies? I, <laughs> I fall weak, like... I'm the I have free crumble dollars in my account right now because I order them so frequently. It, they come out with new flavors every week. They do that on purpose to keep mm-hmm. me coming back. <laughs> You're talking about crumble cookies, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> so good. Someone sent them to me for my birthday and I've had them before but like it was like a full box of like 6 to 8 different yeah. flavors. I, I made myself sick to my stomach, but it was so worth it. <laughs> yeah. Way too much so sugar, good. but they're good. They are really delicious. Yes. Yeah, what's funny was we were, Carly and I were just talking about this earlier. She's like telling me this week's um, flavors, and she's like, I'm definitely going this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zan, no, we already know that donut's going to be your guilty pleasure, so we, you, we need a, a different know. answer for this one. I'll give you a non-food related one. Um, One of my guilty pleasures is watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Just anything Kardashians. I'm not. I don't know you anymore. With them, I till today. Till today, like you're still. Oh, I still watch them. One hundred percent. Keeping up with the Kardashians came to an end and like I was like, how the hell am I supposed to know what's going on with the Kardashians anymore? And then let's get real. They couldn't be off camera for more than a year and they brought back their show. Now it's on Hulu (laughs) and I get to keep up with them again. But I have just always been so fascinated by them, partially because the shit that happens to them is like straight out of a movie. It really is. (laughs) And like it's not it's genuinely not fake and I don't know I just think and there's so many of them too it's just it's great I can't keep up um yeah (laughs) I have an episode to watch from last week and literally I'm looking forward to laying in bed tonight and watching (laughs) so if we ever have like a trivia night and it's all about the Kardashians you would win oh 100% (laughs) absolutely yeah 
hands down. I'd lose. I can't even name them all, so I'm out. Yeah, I'm oh, terrible. I'm me too. Like I like this is probably really terrible, but I've told myself I'm like if I can meet a person that actually legitimately likes Kardashians. I don't know if I can be friends with them, but <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? But are no. we breaking up? No, right we're not. Now? We're not. Zan looked legitimately. Hurt. I know she really was, <laughs> but obviously that's it's not I the said case. It's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> that's, that's I get right. it. That's I right. get it. It's not everyone's cup of tea. I mean, if anything, it makes me feel better about myself Ooh, sometimes. I, so, I, hey. I actually really like that. I like. I like that um, take. Into the, okay, so maybe I'll consider it. Yeah, we're still we're still friends. Yes, then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, that's then. actually a really good segue now because, so it's interestingly <laughs> enough with us three, we've kind of we already know each other from prior to the habit. So I think this is kind of why it's an, kind of an interesting um, trio here. So with that said, let's talk about Carly. How like where'd you from? Where did you grow up? How did you get here? Like, just give us a like a bio. If we were going to interview you as your little autobiography, let's hear it. And then Zan, you sit there and wait because I'm going to ask you some questions too. <laughs> Be- because literally, like, you're always g- the person that's hosting. So we don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, true. we've always asked what the, the other new coaches are, who they are. But I want to hear from you too. So Carly, let's start you off. So tell me about yourself. So I was born and raised in Florida. I grew up um, cheerleading, playing softball. Um, I really liked being strong um, in cheerleading. I was the girl on the bottom. I was the base, throwing all the girls in the air. So I enjoyed that level of fitness of cheerleading. Um, And my mom always went to Gold's Gym. It would drag me along with her and get in workouts there. Um, But I was a little social butterfly. I just always wanted to be around people and talking and hanging out. Um, So softball didn't actually really last long in high school because I decided I wanted to be a social butterfly (laughs) instead um, and hang out with all my friends, go to all the parties and everything. Um, So my school actually kind of suffered and I kind of drove myself into like a corner and didn't really know what I wanted to do with myself um, until the National Guard came to my high school and that's how I found the Coast Guard. Um, So I joined the Coast Guard when I was 18 and moved away, traveled all around um, throughout my nine and a half years in the Coast Guard. Um, And within that time, I kind of fell off from working out. You know, it's like when people join or like go to college, they kind of have that freshman 15. Mm -hmm. Mine was more of like, the non-rate 15, non-rate's like what you're called in the beginning of years of your Coast Guard career. Um, so I had like my non-rate 15, got kind of out of shape until <laughs> I met my husband and he was the one who kind of gave me my first like meal plan and got me into working out. Um, so back in 2014 is kind of when I got back into the whole nutrition thing and working out. Um, and from there I decided to get out of the Coast Guard and I moved over to California Um, My husband and I live here now in California, and I at first wanted to pursue um, becoming a registered dietitian, Uh, but then the more and more I looked at it, it wasn't really kind of what we preach, like the flexibility of macros, Um, and I knew becoming a registered dietitian, I wasn't going to be able to kind of tell people how I really thought was the best way to eat. Um, So after that, I decided, you know, I my working out. I loved bodybuilding. And then I got into CrossFit and became a CrossFit coach. And that's where I kind of discovered my passion for helping people 
in a different aspect of like moving mm-hmm. and helping them become a better version of themselves. Um, so from there I was like, oh, I'm going to become a physical therapist. <laughs> so currently still pursuing um, a, my physical therapy degree for physical therapy assistant um, while I live in California here. And that's kind of it. I'm a CrossFit level two coach currently now coaching with the habit, which I love all you ladies and everyone <laughs> so far. It's been really fun already. Um, but yeah, so pursuing physical therapy and macro coach and CrossFit coach. So how awesome. would you define like the physical therapy now, like you're going through the program, how would you define that in regards to what you're doing with being a coach as a CrossFit coach? Like how, do they connect? Cause I know the physical therapy and like personal trainers, they almost clash, right? Like they like hate each other. There's like, there's, there's this stigma. So <laughs> how do you feel like that would be beneficial for each other. I honestly feel like if with any physical therapist listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like physical therapy kind of needs a revamping. Um, I feel like it's kind of outdated yeah. and I want to get like my strength and conditioning and use movement to help people move better. So if, you know, an athlete is struggling getting that 1% better, I want to be in that realm working with athletes. Yeah. So yeah, you're already fit, but you have this issue that we need to work on this movement pattern. So I want to work on strengthening different movement patterns through physical therapy that way. I would go to you. Absolutely. When you become a physical (laughs) therapist, for sure. (laughs) Now we're going to go ahead and segue to um, Zan. Wait, I have, I was going to say, I have one question for Carly, because I actually feel like some of our listeners would be benefit or benefit from this information. You mentioned, you know, wanting to become a registered dietitian. And I know some women have gone to dietitians before they come to us. And so for those who don't really know what registered dietitians do, like what exactly do you mean in terms of um, not having the flexibility, not really in line with what we preach and macros, you know, what are the like biggest differences between the two? I just, I feel like with register, again, I'm not a registered dietitian, so I don't have the training. I don't have that, all of the knowledge that they have, but I feel like everything that I've seen, I feel like they preach nutrition from the outdated, like food pyramid. Mm. (laughs) So you look at it and like the base is supposed to be cereals and these (laughs) breads and wheat and everything. And it's, it's, I don't, I don't agree with that. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, like yeah. the base of everything here we preach is obviously it's not 50% of your plate is going to be carbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that carbs don't come from cereals and whole wheat <laughs> toast. Yeah, um, right. Okay, so basically PT school and registered dietitian school, they're just outdated and they need to get with it. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They need a Carly in their, in their books. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so now... Let's segue really quick here to Zan because, again, so another probably little fun fact for us three on the mic here is that we're all we're all fitness coaches, right? Zan, as you guys know, Orange Theory coach, um, myself and Carly are we both have um, CrossFit background. We coach CrossFit. So now, Zan, how does habit come to play with you being a fitness coach? Like, how did this all start it? I, mean, I don't know if mm-hmm. this is something that we've talked about in the past before, but if not, like this is a really good refresher for, yeah. for our clients now. Absolutely. 
So I um, basically, I would say my journey started more um, the therapeutic side. So I went to grad school to initially become an eating disorder therapist. And, you know, while I was going through school, I was working at an eating disorder um, treatment center. And, you know, I got all clients from both ends of the spectrum. And, but I just realized within myself, like those who were struggling, um, you know, with obesity, overweight, um, you know, weight management, I was just so much more passionate about helping them. Not to say that I wasn't passionate about all my clients, but I just really noticed like, okay, I can relate to their struggles because I too struggled with being overweight in college and I knew how it felt and I understood there's so much more psychological and emotional impacts behind that. And so that's kind of what I took away from grad school. I was like, all right, I know that I don't want to just be a therapist anymore. I really want to help people lose weight, you know, become a better version of themselves, kind of like what Carly said earlier. So from there, that's when I started pursuing becoming a coach. You know, I had several different like group fitness jobs, but um, I love Orange Theory. I have to coach something I'm passionate about. So I finally tried out, became, um, you know, a coach in that sense. And then I always knew like all of these fitness studios, these different fads, the one thing that's missing within their business model is nutrition. And I I love Orange Theory, but I can't stand how they won't branch out and incorporate more nutritional advice because I've coached women that take my classes at Orange Theory and they're like, holy shit, this is the only thing I needed to do, right? To really, really see results. And so um, that's where, you know, it was a little bit of irritation on my end where I was like, all right, I need to bridge the gap somehow. And, you know, I want like a one-stop shop for women. I want them to know how um, to better move their bodies, how to exercise, but also learn a little bit more about nutrition, but have it be obviously flexible. Um, I had always known about macros, just it's very prevalent in the CrossFit world. And I started Mm -hmm. CrossFit like God, oh my God, I'm like 10 years ago. (laughs) And so I just knew there was something like magical about that as well. And something, um, you know, it was just kind of like all these different experiences in my life. I just wanted to put it all under one umbrella. Yeah. Exactly. And I knew, you know, losing weight, a lot of it is emotional too and psychological. And so bringing in my like grad school background as well. But that's kind of how, um, you know, the habits was created. It was really to cover all of those areas. And, you know, I may not have had the exercise, like, programming um, experience in my background. But lo and behold, that's when Ferlaine joined (laughs) the team. And that's your expertise. So I just love that the habit, like, has women from all walks of life. And you guys have all brought different value to Mm -hmm. the company. And now, like, I truly feel like we, especially we just released our Mindset Makeover course, like, we truly touch every single, it really is. It's everything I dreamed of, honestly. So it's really cool to see it all come together. Well, it has been such an amazing ride from the very beginning. And, you know, I've been with you now for a little over a year, a year, and with that, I've seen the company grow so much and we, you know, with bringing in coach Morgan champagne and now Carly, like 
all this is like it's <laughs> only the beginning of such a great empire and yes. you know that yes. um with that said you guys I, this is probably not a secret anymore but you guys know that Zan and I met um in San Diego I was actually coaching uh, um a CrossFit gym in San Diego and that's how me and her met but I was the annoying one in class that would always interrupt (laughs) everyone. I love that noon class, though. The the (laughs) noon class, wherever I go, is always the rowdiest. The funnest and the rowdiest. It's our social hour. It really is. (laughs) It really is. I coach basically all of the noon classes. That's the only (laughs) class I coach. There's always that one person that's got to ask a thousand questions. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Zan's like, I'm not doing an overhead squat today because I don't feel like I'm going to do an overhead. Because I don't feel like it's just not my thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, okay, that's her. Gotcha. Me and her are going to be best friends. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's really been fun, like really getting to know Zan. And then another little fun fact now is if you guys haven't like put two and two together yet, Carly and I also friends and, um, Coincidentally enough, our husbands were both are in the Coast Guard, and that's how kind of our journey met. And Carly, like, how did you find the habit? I mean, obviously, for the the obvious reasons, but like, you know, did you do your own research about what the habit is? Like, how did you come about and what led you here? Do you want the long story or the short story? (laughs) Right. The long story, the long story technically starts like in 2013 before the habit existed. (laughs) Let's do, let's do everything. If you can give it to me, like I want to hear it. Basically in 2013, I think was the first time I met your husband Lane before he even met you. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and we then, have that story. <laughs> and then that year is also the same year my husband met him. So then years go by. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're living to, they're they're yeah. living together. Fairlane's husband, my husband. Neither of us are in the picture. Um and right. and then Lane and Brandon get married and then I come <laughs> back in the picture and Joey and I are now married and then, you know, we're hanging out one day and Fairlane is like, oh, yeah, I might pick up this new like nutrition coaching thing. It's called The <laughs> Habit. And my husband knows me better than I know myself, I swear. And he's like, Carly, that would be great for you. That would be really good for you. He's like, you should do that. I'm like, they just took on Lane. Like, they're not looking for anyone. Um, they're No, no. I, no, it's fine. It's not for me. Like, I, I don't need it. It's fine. Like convincing myself that I didn't right. want to be a coach with a habit. Like, While no, she fine. like randomly asked me such questions about the habit here and there. <laughs> um, so then I knew Lane was a coach with the habit, started following you guys and li- following her more about the habit. And then every time she was over here, I'm like, so how do the check-ins work? How does this work? Like always kind of asking her questions. Um, and then you know, three months later, after I had my baby, I stopped working um, at the physical therapy office. I didn't want to make the commute back and forth, um, but I needed I, I needed something to feel like I was helping people feel like myself again, because um, that's where my passion was with helping people with nutrition and fitness and everything. So I got back to coaching CrossFit, and then all of a sudden, Lane texts me this screenshot of the habit story. Hey, the habit's looking for a coach. Should I put your name in? And I look at my husband and I'm like, Lane just told me there's an opening for the habit coaches. And he's like, yes. 
and ended up just being so perfect. Like it's something that I'm truly like invested in and I want to help everybody. And then it's also like, it fits so perfectly in my life, um, Mm -hmm. being able to work from home and still be, be with my son and kind of make my own schedule. And then it, it fits with the way I eat. So instead Mm -hmm. of becoming a registered dietitian, (laughs) in comes the habit. And it's like, this was just what I was looking for the entire time. Like Mm -hmm. we talk about exercise and activity and macros and the actual way I agree with eating, not the registered dietitian way. So (laughs) it just came full circle. Started in 2013. Now we're here. Yeah. I remember when Ferlaine told me about you and I was like, say no more. If you know her personally, you love her. I'm good. She's in. That's literally what Zan told me. Yeah. Hands down. <laughs> yep. And it, I was so and nervous. I know. Really? I remember that. Yes, she really was. She sent me the email that she sent you, Zan. And I'm like, is this like, good? Is this I was okay? Like, I'm like, you're a great writer. Yeah. <laughs> Were you nervous when we spoke on the phone for the first time? Oh, girl, so nervous. Oh, my God. Because it's like, it's something that you want so badly, you know, and you yeah. want to do really good at it. And so really, if you're not nervous, then you can tell it's something that you're not really passionate about. I feel mm, like those true. nerves are good. It's just how you channel them. Right. So, right. of course, I was nervous, but obviously it paid off. And I, I loved you yeah. guys, too. Like, <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, I should it have, was, like, it was an easy one. I was going to say, I should have prefaced right away, hey, you have the job, but let's just talk a little bit more and get to know each other. You, but I, you totally should have scared her. I Actually, yeah. I made her sweat a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's been so awesome to put, you know, obviously, Zan, you gave me this opportunity in 20, was it last year or two years? God, I don't, I don't even know. I know. 20. Yeah, it's gone by so fast. It's but over in to be able now. to like share this opportunity with someone else, with someone that's close to me, like you, Carly, and just having it full circle. Again, we're talking about, the, I guess, maybe the, the episode title is full circle. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. It really, yeah. We're, lots of circles. <laughs> Well, so let's talk about macros, right? So if macros in general, like Carly, if for those people that haven't known, that doesn't know this yet, I know you have your macros kind of started with you with bodybuilding, which for one, like I praise you for doing that because not everybody can do that. And it's, I know that that's certainly such like a sacrifice in its own and like for you to be able to talk about that with just with your experience and to be able to have, you know, talk to clients in regards to that kind of experience I think that's very priceless in for the habit too because like you're the only one that has Mm -hmm. done right am I right Dan I believe so yeah you're the only one with that background and it's such a a, it's a such a different approach to macros Mm -hmm. to what we do at the habit so um, can you talk more about that and what your experience with that was um I kind of got talked into bodybuilding when I was working out of the gym one day and I feel like so many women look at not I was in like the bikini category. So I wasn't in like the figure like women's bodybuilding like huge. Like I was in the smallest category. So I feel like a lot of women look to those bikini girls as mm-hmm. like oh my gosh, I want to look like that and like they see that as like health. Um which really once you get into bodybuilding, which I discovered is it's not the picture of health. Like it was yeah. <laughs> so restrictive. Um I mentioned this in the previous episode like I ate like chicken, um tilapia, rice, some sweet potatoes and like eggs. Yeah. And everything else was like 
it was off limits. Like I barely, I don't even think, I don't remember have, having any fruit in my fridge, honestly. Or crumble um, cookies. So it was, it was matter. really, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Where, where were crumble cookies at? <laughs> um, so yeah, it was really restrictive. And um, I just remember on my like refeed days where I was allowed to have like a cheat meal, like I would just go so far off the deep end and get so sick. Um, it just, it's really not, health like you look at the bikini girls and you think that's what I want to look like and the way you have to eat and be Mm -hmm. mentally to look like that is not healthy it's not healthy on the outside or the inside Mm -hmm. um and so after that is after I stopped bodybuilding my husband again knows me best he's like I think you would do really good with CrossFit (laughs) and of course I'm like okay I'll give it a try and then that's where I kind of transitioned into more of I want to be able to eat more Mm -hmm. and be able to fuel my body for performance and I wasn't even worried about how my body was going to look I stopped even thinking about that it was more of like I want to be able to deadlift over 200 Mm -hmm. pounds and I want to be able to body uh, back squat my body weight and I want to be able to lift really heavy so I started eating for that and lo and behold I started getting bigger shoulders. I started getting bigger <laughs> glutes. My legs looked better. And I was like, oh, so this is the secret mm-hmm. to eat. Yes. yes. <laughs> eat. Mm. It's interesting that you say that. I don't have personal experience, but I know friends who have gone through the like bikini bodybuilding phase. And that also sparked my interest in terms of eating disorders because so many yeah. people that I know who ended up looking like that, yeah, of course, you know, like they were able to attain it, but it's not sustainable. As soon as they went back to their normal lives and they gained their weight back, they ended up wanting to starve themselves because that's what they knew to get back to, you know, that aesthetic look. And, you know, even other like people, you know, aside from bodybuilding who ask me like, what are macros? You know, what's your program about? They're like, I don't have to eat chicken and rice every single day, right? I've like, heard that that's before, like, yes. Right? That's like the yeah. automatic thought for losing weight. And I'm like, actually, no. My clients drink alcohol <laughs> on a weekly basis. I mean, shoot, I drink alcohol on a weekly basis <laughs> and eat all the donuts and whatnot. And so people just ha- are so, like, I don't know, mi- uh, misinformed, basically. Yes. Yeah. In terms yeah. of what we do, basically. I agree. And I think that's why, you know, Carly, this is where you come in because you've had that experience before and how to handle those, like you said, those binges. Cause you, I mean, I'm like what you said on the previous episodes, like to this day, there's still certain, you know, aspects of that, what you experienced prior to when you were doing it, that has still like to this have that you have to fight with to this day. Right. Mm -hmm. For sure. Like, bring it back to crumble cookies again. Every time I get them, I have to remind myself to not eat it all. (laughs) Like I don't need to feel sick. Like Mm -hmm. it's okay to try a little bite of this one and a bite of this one and move on. Um, So I have to stop myself, but it, I still really, I struggle with that for sure. Yeah. Are there any other things like from that type of lifestyle, um, you know, that you do still like have to work on um, constantly? Constantly. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess kind of comparing myself to others still. So Mm -hmm. in the bodybuilding kind of stage of my life, I more so compared myself of like, oh, I don't look like her. 
um, I need to have bigger shoulders like her or something like that, like comparing my body to others. But now I kind of compare myself with like what I'm capable of now. Like I look at some girl, I'm like, oh, I wonder what she could clean. Mm-hmm. I wonder what she could snatch. <laughs> yeah. Like You're we're still almost the same size. <laughs> yeah. Like I still kind of compare myself that way. Um, food wise, just the, the binging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just being able to have the self-control around foods. Yeah. So even though you struggle, you know, sometimes with still binging and you love your crumble cookies, what, <laughs> um, what gets you to continue to order them though? You know, like I have some clients who have feared foods like that, that they lose control over, but they try to avoid them. And you're telling me like straight up, yeah, I still struggle with this, but I'm not going to give up ordering my crumble cookies so like yeah yeah like part of your life exactly so what like thought process did you go through in terms of that if I don't get them there's gonna be a time where I go get a box of eight and I'm gonna like secretly eat them in my car Mm -hmm. like my husband he can be 99 percent 100 percent on his diet and he'll be fine if i go 99 percent on my diet and i'm like okay i can't have this i can't have the sugar i can't have this bread i go off the deep end mm-hmm. so i like to keep it 80 20 like and i if i still struggle with overeating a little bit when i get the cookies that is kind of my motivator afterwards i'm like okay well i kind of went a little bit overboard with that let's clean it up the next couple of days and it's not like I go back to eating chicken and rice and broccoli the next day. It's like I still enjoy my food the next day, but I'm like, okay, well, we'll wait a little bit before getting crumble again. But mm. if I if I don't get it every so often, <laughs> yeah, deep end. Okay. It yeah. almost holds yourself accountable. And I mean, we tell clients all the time, the more you put those foods in front of your face and the more you prove to yourself yeah. that you can have control, the easier it's going to get, the less anxiety you will have around those foods as well. So what you're, you know, portraying is exactly what we want every woman to experience with any of yeah. their feared foods. And after I eat them, is my all of my muscle gone? Did no. I automatically <laughs> gain fat? Did I did I die? <laughs> so obviously I'm going to be fine eating crumble yes. cookies every once in a while. So I've come to terms with mm-hmm. that. It's not the end of the world. It's not going to be the killer of my progress. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's why I always tell like to my tell my clients is like you should enjoy your food, enjoy what you're eating. Mm-hmm. Like yes, it definitely is going to be the fuel for your workouts, for your lifestyle, whatever it is, but you want to put something in front of you that you sincerely enjoy and value. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably something that I have sometimes kind of I still need to work on that on certain things, but I've also learned to let go and in that sense like what do you guys have anything personal that you guys are still working on that makes you human because <laughs> you know we you, as coaches people look at you our clients look at us are like oh my god they're perfect but we're not yeah is there anything you guys have still continuing to work on I would say for me Sometimes I do get caught up with the scales still. 
I yeah. definitely, yeah. I, I wouldn't say it, like if I weigh myself, I don't like the number in the morning. It doesn't ruin my day. It doesn't cause me to change my eating habits or anything. But I think it's still like this part of me, you know, I was so unhappy for so many years in college. I was 40 plus pounds heavier than what I'm now, zero per like cent muscle. Like I had no muscle at all. <laughs> and like, there's still this like irrational thought that like, oh, if my, the scale continues to tick up, like I'm going to end back, end up back in that spot. And yeah. it's less like the physical, it's more of me bringing back, like, like I remember how I felt emotionally, you know, and like, I never want to get to that place again. And this past year really put me in check. You know, I was struggling with some like thyroid issues yeah. and mm-hmm. I put on like 10 to 12 pounds, like within a few months and I'm like what the hell is going on like and I'm a very routine oriented person and so I knew it was hormonal but seeing that number on the scale that I had not seen since college holy Mm -hmm. yes I had I had some I had some freak outs absolutely but you know I still had to put myself in check and be like well look like you're still eating all the foods that you love no one knows that you gain this weight only you really do yes and yeah you just talk yourself through it but it was a good learning experience for sure yeah I would have definitely agree with that I mean it I mean guys postpartum is hard shit like hard shit I can't even explain to you the emotional roller coaster that can be felt during postpartum and yet like weight has a big part of it because you're basically trying to get your quote unquote old body back which you're never going to end up getting and that's being realistic that's flat out being realistic and Carly like this is something that you know I'm that you're fairly new to still like how are you dealing with that um some days I struggle I still have a little bit of like for me it's a little bit of a belly but for other people, it wouldn't be, but I know yeah. how I felt. I know how you feel, previously. girl. <laughs> um, so it's it's definitely a struggle. Like, but it's also I know I'm eating a lot every day to support <clears throat> my activity level, my exercise, and then also yeah. I'm still breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. So I'm eating a lot. So I'm like, okay, it's a it's a food baby. It's okay, <laughs> and like I kind of gotta just it's all right. And then I go through these like, oh, I want to do a cut. Like, I wanted to cut so bad for our coaches retreat in San Diego, but yeah. I'm like, that's not worth it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm going about, I want to look a certain way when I'm supposed to be feeding my child from my body. So mm-hmm. it's definitely like, oh, I want to cut. And I'm like, no, I need to breastfeed still. <laughs> oh, I want to lose body fat. No, I need to breastfeed still. So I'm kind of just trying to really enjoy eating more food while I have the opportunity <laughs> to do it. Yeah, there you go. I mean, both of you guys look incredible. Obviously, I don't know what it's like to have a baby, give birth, go through the postpartum. I mean, I know what it's like to have a food baby, though, so I can relate to that part. (laughs) Um, But seriously, I mean, you guys look incredible. You guys knew what you needed to do, you know, to start to get your body back. And yeah, there's, I'm sure, still different phases that are brand new territory for you. But that's what makes you guys so special about being a part of the habit, though. You know, other women are going through this and so I've said it a thousand times that's what I love about my team is half of us you know are married with no kids half of us are married Mm -hmm. with kids you know and so Mm -hmm. we really can support all walks of life with whatever clients come. Carly we wanted to just get this quick answer from you like what do you think 
is your coaching style? You know, you're still pretty fairly new to the habit, but what, what makes you special and what, what makes you different and what kind of clientele do you love to work with or would you love to work with? Um, I think my coaching style, like I love to work with obviously moms and new moms because I can really relate to them on that level. Um, I've been there and then also with athletes. So like I said before, like with physical therapy, training with athletes, nutrition is also that thing that's going to make you 1% better or 1% fitter. Um, so I think coaching style, probably yeah. honest. And then I want to work <laughs> with athletes and, mm-hmm. and new moms. Like that's where yeah. my passion's at right now because the things that I care about the most. I was going to say, you you seem like a coach that's very direct, like very she is. to the point. <laughs> yeah. But I love that. I, I'm very, very similar. Like I, I don't beat around the bush. I'm going to tell you straight. Obviously, I need to make sure I've built rapport enough with that client before I'm like mm-hmm. a little too brutally honest. But <laughs> uh, but hey, some people, you know, some clients love that. And that's why on our intake form, I added a question that said, what kind of coach do you like? Because we all yeah. have such drastically different personalities. And so we want to make sure you mesh well with whoever mm-hmm. you're paired with. So... And you guys have eight coaches to choose from. Like, how how good is that? (laughs) All right. Well, this has been so fun. Thank you for taking the time, Zan and Carly, to chat with me today. And Carly, getting to know you a little bit more. And Zan, getting a little refresher of the habit and who you are and why we're here, why we have this amazing company. Um, (laughs) Next week's episode is going to be our special guest, Shannon, or a.k.a. The Gym Nurse. You guys all know her stu tune in for that one coming up next week bye guys see ya